6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Let's kick it off with the Conservative Party of Canada. Yeah, here we go again. Uh, the CPC looking for another leader after kicking Aaron O'Toole to the curb yesterday. We didn't have a lot of time to talk about it on the show yesterday because it was a short show because of that Oilers game. Now, O'Toole is the first party leader to be removed under a process outlined in the Reform Act, legislation that was passed back in 2015 that allows a caucus to give members the power to trigger a leadership review. In the meantime, Conservative MPs gave the nod to Candace Bergen to serve as interim leader until a new leader is chosen. Who will that new leader be and where do the federal conservatives go from here? Let's get into that this afternoon, starting with the president of Enterprise Group, Jason Leader. Jason, also the former executive director of the Conservative Resource Group, reporting to Stephen Harper, providing research, marketing and communication tools to the Conservative Caucus, has been in and out uh, and working with the conservatives for many years. Jason, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. How are you? Is this party, do you think, in disarray or is it more united than ever? And and here's why I asked, Jason, because going into this, it seemed like disarray. But there there were a lot of comments um, after the decision yesterday afternoon saying, hey, we are now more united than ever. What do you think it is? Yeah, I think this this has pulled people together. So uh, let me just say a couple things. First, I like Mr. O'Toole. I uh, I thought he's a man of integrity. I actually like him personally. I've known him for a long time. Understood the appeal for Mr. O'Toole. I will say very disappointed in how he prosecuted the last 10 days of the last election campaign. Yeah. And I can understand why some of the caucus wanted to make a change. So I, I, I get all that. Are we in disarray? A little bit. There's no doubt about that. Like, listen, we're but it's not a it's not the worst disarray in the world. We're you know, we're in a strong second place. You know, we're the Pepsi to their Coke. And, uh, you know, we've, we've got to we've got to we've got to try. You know, we're, we're down a point or two, uh, but we're competitive, which is really good. The opportunity here, I, I'm like you. I actually like the, the this would have been a disaster if it was a it was not a clear vote at caucus. Yes. Day, and it was a very clear vote. Thank God this didn't take a, a month or two. One, whatever, whatever decision the party was going to make. Thank God it didn't take a month or two to get to. And now you can sort of move on. So I think we will get some clarity here. I think we'll probably try something a little bit different. And, uh, you know, hopefully the people of Alberta will continue to rally behind uh, behind our cause. Jason, you said you maybe try something a little different. You know what? We're, we're hearing a lot of the names that we've heard in the past, uh, Pierre Polyev, Michael Chong, uh, Michelle Rempel, Gardner, uh, Leslin Lewis. Who are we missing? We just heard a clip uh, just uh, going into the show for, uh, in the newscast from former uh, Edmonton uh, MP Lori Hahn, who suggested Caroline Mulrooney saying, hey, maybe we need a fresh face in there. Who do you think? You know, it's funny. There's a lot of people that want... Uh Carolyn Mulroney and, and Ontario Premier Doug Ford to think mm-hmm. about this. You know, I mean, you know, when you got to win seats in Ontario to win the, the country, um, you know, you, you got to, you know, they've proven that they've been able to do so. I mean, Mr. Ford's got a strong majority government here in Ontario. So let me just give you a couple things. First, um, we'll talk about Carolyn in a second. Patrick Brown is kicking the tires. I don't know if you remember Patrick yes. Brown. He yep. was a former, former Ontario PC leader. Um, you know, got sort of left left in a, under a cloud, completely has rehabilitated himself. He's the mayor of Brampton now. I got to tell you, this guy, he's a really hard worker. Um, he's not for everybody, but I got to tell you, he will be a, a force to reckon with, um, for sure. Ms. Mulrooney, listen, there's a provincial election on June 2nd, and I think Mr. Ms. Mulrooney and Mr. Ford are probably going to see that through. 
and aren't going to aren't going to make the jump. But if there was a really long leadership contest that was, you know, uh, up to maybe the end of the year, maybe you could talk one of the one or both mm. of them into thinking about it um, for sure. Um, Pierre Polyev is the man to beat. I mean, if he runs, uh, you know, I think the party for a lot of different reasons, is, is looking for something that's very clear, that's really good in communication, uh, really good at communication, and frankly can capture the sort of the zeitgeist of the moment, which is people are just sort of done with COVID and done with restrictions and done with that kind of stuff. So I think that people are looking for that kind of clarity. And Pierre Polyev is, if, he's a lot of things, uh, but clear is one of them. It is, <laughs> the guy is as clear as a bell. So I think he's the odds-on favorite if he indeed chooses to run. Yeah, and you know what? If he became leader, and we talk about him, I mean, he's a he's a stick to his guns kind of guy. He's not afraid of a fight. A bit of a bulldog. Been in federal politics for almost twenty years now. He's young, but only just over forty. Um, you know, yeah, the front runner. Not Is everyone, that what the party needs? Not everyone can make. So here's the thing, right? Like, I'm I'm a fan of Pierre. I yeah. I think he's got the best social media content of, of yeah. any federal member of parliament out there. And I think, you know, the 31, 32, 33, 35% of the Canadians who voted for us the last time, they're going to be really excited, most of them, to vote for Pierre Polyev next time as well. The question is, can he make that transition from attack dog to leader, which yeah. it, it, it's not it's not an easy um, transition to make, right? Like it's it's a different job. Leading people is a different job than scoring the points in the debating society. If yeah. that makes any sense. And so and so he's got, that's the challenge for him is you know the suburban women of Calgary, of Edmonton, of Mississauga, of you know Aurora, Ontario. Can he convince them that he's to be trusted? That's his goal, uh, and that would be his challenge if he indeed is the leader of our party. Okay, um, can you give us an idea? I mean, you've been in, uh, you've been around this for a long time, so we've kind of talked a little bit, you know, you talk about people kicking the tires. Pull back the curtains a little bit for us, Jason, if you don't mind. What is going on behind the scenes right now? Is it talking about money? Is it trying to figure out fundraising? Is it phone calls? Is it, is it you know, people, you know, teaming up and saying, hey, I really think that this person should run. We need to make some phone calls, put some pressure. What does that look like? Yeah, it's great. It's, it's a great question. So in some ways, yeah, these are the fun times for nerds, political nerds like me. <laughs> so so, so there's, there's, there's certainly guys like me trying to convince people who we think would be a good, good candidate to try and run. So that's calling them. And frankly, you know, I don't know if you know this, Dana, but the politicians have egos and want to be politicians have egos as well. Come on. So like calling them and telling them how smart they are and how good looking they are and how they might be able to, you know, sort of really look good on TV. That does actually work. So a little echo on so that's number one uh, number two um the way our party leadership works is that you've got to get points from across the country mm-hmm. so you've got to think about you know obviously being strong in your own geographic base but you've got to think about uh, you know appealing to the east let's just call it the east which is a few provinces quebec's its own kettle of fish ontario which is you know where ontario quebec where most of the votes are and then you've got and then you've got sort of the west and like let's say you're a candidate from alberta for example you know are there you know, the Alberta accounts for, you know, a, a bunch of points here. So having a base, a regional basis of strength and being able to, to talk to everyone across the country really matters. Money is huge. You can't, like, Peter McKay still owes money from the last time yeah. he ran. Yeah, like 300 grand party. or something. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And remember, you can't just pay it off. Like you can't just, even if he could, you know, just even if he adds the 300 grand, he can't just pay it off. He's actually got to raise it like $25 by $100 by $500 
by a thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars. That's the maximum contribution. So it's actually very difficult. You've got to figure out whether or not you've got a money person who can raise this kind of money yeah. for you, and so that you're not sort of in a personal hole at the end of this kind of thing. So those are the things that are happening right now. <laughs> um, and and the other thing is, there's a lot of um, sort of uh, gerrymandering and, and sort of positioning. Who's going to be in charge of the process, right? The party is in charge of the process. Well, who's in charge of the party? Who's making those decisions? You know, what are the, what, what is it a long race? Is it a short race? Is it a, is it, is it, you know, like, how are we running the race? Are there going to be debates? Are we running it on online vote? It, all yeah. those things really matter to who wins. And so you're trying to get your, if you're sure you're running, you're trying to get your, your tenter hooks into some of those things. Jason, I could, Jason, I could talk to you for another hour here, but I'm almost out of time, but I have to ask you this because I've heard some rumblings, you know, some folks saying, Hey, you know what? We hope to have the new leader in place by the fall. A whole Hopefully by the end of the year, I'm thinking to myself, fall, the end of the year, this has to happen faster. I, 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 listen, I, I, I think you're right. I think people are going to want to have, listen, it's going to take a month to sort out the rules. So let's just work backwards, right? It takes a month to sort out the rules. It takes a week to figure out who's on the committee to set the rules. It takes two weeks to set the rules. Let's say a month we, we have a starting pistol, you know, that goes off. So that's March 1st, right? Six months from March 1st, probably five, six months is about the, the fastest that you could do this kind of thing. So you're into the fall. I, yeah. I, as much as you and I sort of might want it to go faster. The truth is, this is probably a six, seven month process start to finish at, at a minimum. I wouldn't be surprised. Listen, we're not going to have a federal election anyway, um, you know, unless the prime minister is a little bit crazy. And I think it's funny. I think he was going to take a walk in the snow. I think he was probably done. If Poliev is the leader, I wouldn't be surprised to see him come back because he hates Poliev and Poliev hates him. And I wouldn't be surprised if he thinks I'm going to kick this guy's ass. Whether or not he does, I actually think that's what he's going to be thinking. So oh. Jason, come back on the show and talk to us again in the near future, okay? I always love our conversations. Anytime. Have Thank me. you so talk much. You yeah, take care. The president of Enterprise Canada, Jason Leader, has been involved with uh, the, the Conservative Party of Canada for many, many years. Let me know what you think. 780